studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. to start Evie, I saw where baby Kip was in South Carolina to hunt down Juice Wells. Let's just start there with that one. <laughs> Good morning, Bill. Um, yeah, I tell you what, he has been a little bit all over everywhere. And uh, Juice Wells, that's one. Uh, he was also reportedly, he tweeted a picture yesterday in uh, of, um an airport hangar in College Station, so that's interesting. But don't you know he'd love to have Juice Wells? I mean, you and I talked about that last week. And uh, I'm not sure if Ole Miss – I think Ole Miss may be in the top three there, but I don't know if they're if they're in the, in the first place just yet. I hear, and I'm not listing an order, but Tennessee, Texas – You'd have to add Ole Miss to it with Lane Kiffin on the trail there. And I don't know if it's fully confirmed, but I think he's supposed to be at Tennessee this weekend. Yes, I think I've heard that as well. Um, And in terms of Kiffin going to College Station, you know, of course, everybody wants Walter Nolan. But (laughs) also there's uh, uh, the quarterback, Max Johnson's brother, Jake, the tight end, yes. is there is there and has entered the portal. So there's that also, and I think he might have made a stop off in uh, San Antonio. Their uh, UTSA sack record holder has entered the portal, Trey Moore. So watch out, watch out for him. But Kiffin has been all over everywhere. I mean, as I'm sure most coaches have, but we know how portal portal happy he is. But an interesting thing yesterday was Lane Kiffin's four-year anniversary at Ole Miss. So uh, that's, that's interesting. He was hired um, on December 7th, 2019. So Rebels, Rebels uh, took to social media yesterday to really appreciate that date. And about two more years longer than anybody predicted, right? 
Oh, it, I mean, at least two, if not three. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think there were a lot of folks that said uh, he isn't going to be there very long. And so what he's done, Ole Miss has been the top ten the past three years, finished, I think, number 11 in 2021. So a win against Penn State would give Ole Miss most likely their first uh, top ten finish under under Lane Kiffin. So um, folks are pretty excited about that. I'm glad, glad he stayed in Oxford. Walter Nolan is interesting. He is from the North Mississippi, where he went to high school briefly, Memphis area, where he went to high school briefly, and then he mm-hmm. lived in Knoxville maybe six months. He went to high school in Knoxville at Powell High, and then – left to go to Texas A&M. He's got no other connection in Knoxville. I don't think, from what I understand, he doesn't have family in Knoxville either there, but they're considered a player. I think they supposedly came in runner-up last time. Obviously, he's leaving the Aggies. Evie with him, and I watched him. Evie, when he was a senior and he was 6'4", 320, they played him at oh. running back. They played him at running back on the goal line. Oh. I, I watched oh. that guy get the ball, all right? Uh, well, that sounds like kind of like what uh, Lane Kiffin does with J.J. Pegues at different times. Correct. You know, they're, they're defensive linemen. Um, yeah, I mean, with Nolan, it's hard to know, and you're right. He was originally from Olive Branch, Mississippi, so there there is that connection. And I also know, you know, the, the one different thing here is Pete Golding. And he's been in contact with, you know, Pete Golding since he was, you know, probably, bef- well, as early as they could possibly talk when he was in high school. Right. And I saw... Um, I saw one of the on three analysts said that basically keep an eye on Ole Miss in Oregon for Nolan. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. I think there's probably a lot going on behind the scenes and a lot of players and a lot of school collectives coming up with a whole bunch of money for Walter. He's still somewhat, Evie, based on projection. He's not a dominant every-down player. We think he can be, and maybe Evie as a true junior, maybe that's what the next team gets out of him. But at A&M, he has his flashes, right? He has his moments, but it's not as consistent as we thought. Right. I I agree with you on that. I was prepared, you know, when Ole Miss played him this year. I really watched a lot. and. Right. Um, honestly, gosh, I feel like Edger and Cooper made more of an impact in different positions, but on that defense than, than yes. Walter Nolan did. I mean, he's phenomenal. You're absolutely right, but he was not an every down, every down kind of dominating force. Mike, the mad dog down in Noonan, Georgia says, seems to be speculation almost every year about Lane Kiffin. Why do you think he's sticking with Ole Miss? Um, really good question there. I think it's a number of things. I think he's probably found that, you know, I mean, Ole Miss fans kind of leave him alone. You know what I mean? I mean, he can be in town. He can be Lane Kiffin. Where I mean, I think if he were 
in, you know, in Auburn, for example, let's say, I think they would expect a lot more out of him in terms of booster functions and such like that. Um, I think he, you know, it's a great place. Anybody who's ever been there, Oxford is a great place to be. He's got a really large NIL war chest from what we've heard um, with some, you know, kind of some real tree, you know, some big time sponsors that are, that are helping keep that going. And I think, you know, again, he's sitting there right now at 10 and two and at 10 and two in Oxford, everybody is super excited. And, you know, I think at 10 and two in, in Tuscaloosa, they're mad at you, you know, so I think there's, there's something to say with that. And then I think his kids really, really love it there. And from everything we heard when he, you know, might have been considering Auburn, as some suggested last year, his oldest daughter, Landry, sat him down, wrote him a letter, uh, made a video telling him why she wanted him to stay there in Oxford. And I, you know, don't ever underestimate the power of, of your eldest daughter asking you to do something. You're right, though. He has that rock star aura about him, and it's not all that invasive there in Oxford. Which is attractive. not at all right, and yeah, and that has to be appealing to him. And you know, a lot of folks yeah. say, "Oh, but the minute you know, I have one friend that gets so worried every time a job opens up in Florida." <laughs> you know, she messaged me, "Is Napier going to be fired? Are we going to lose Lane?" I mean, you know, any time a job opens in Florida, and I'm like, you know, Lane Lane can hop on a plane and be in Boca in no time. You know, I mean, right. he seems just really happy and and if you look at his social media which he is on social media a lot you know he he, he'll comment on oxford or he'll you know post a motivational um graphic about being happy where you are and and i really think i I don't think that's just a, a for show there from everything i've heard i think he's really happy in oxford jim and jupiter and i just had a little deja vu moment maybe said I'll take a guy like Braden Fisk over Walter Nolan every day. Players that love usually don't become great. You know what that made me think of exactly a year ago? Maybe not to the day. You and I are doing the show on a Friday, and you brought up Braden Fisk from, was it Western Michigan, is looking at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And I would mm-hmm. briefly known about him, but not a lot. You brought that up. Immediately he visited Notre Dame because he's from about 30, 45 minutes from that campus. Then he went out west to uh, Southern Cal, ended up in Florida State, as we know. But, oh, I think anybody would have loved to have gotten Braden Fisk. Boy, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that the truth? Um, yeah, yeah, he was with the Western Michigan Broncos, and absolutely. Um, and, you know, I mean, I – I think I mean you can't you can't argue with his choice there. I mean I you know certainly so many of us would have loved to have had him, but um, absolutely I'm I'm with I'm with our Jupiter friend there on that one. Since you're so close, and Coach Yoko, we all think is a very good hire for A and M, but are they having come to Jesus meetings and told, hey, don't fit, get out? What's going on? Man, I tell you what, I've been. I've been surprised, maybe not so much by the number of players entering the portal, but I've been surprised at how quickly it's happened. I mean, I think you can always say when a new regime comes in, they're going to have those meetings with players and they may, you know, you don't fit our system or whatever. But I'm telling you, the 
a Walter Nolan will always fit your system and a, a uh, Johnson there at tight end. He's a phenomenal player. I'm not really sure exactly what's happening there. Um, I am a little surprised. Are you surprised that there have been so many that have entered the portal? Or no? I thought that Elko, Mike Elko, would have meetings with these guys and they would love him, right? And, and maybe they right. do. I don't I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, well, but I thought it, that would settle down is what I thought. It, it hurt that he let Elijah Robinson get away. And I don't know yeah. what, you know, the defensive line coach. And I know that was one thing that Walter Nolan, I had seen him post on Twitter. Um, Robinson has now gone uh, to Syracuse. But yes. when they talked about, you know, somebody tweeted, you know, you need to keep Walter Nolan. And I think Walter Nolan made a comment about keep Coach Robinson. Now, I don't know if that was in the in terms of, you know, there were a lot of players that wanted him to be made the head coach. And then when he wasn't, I mean, it's hard to retain coaches from other staffs and such. And so, I mean, I understand that. But I think that that affected a lot of them from what I've heard. They really liked Coach Robinson. Ole Miss Evie, the angelic tones, the Rebel Walk. Music hits right there. Evie, enjoy your weekend. Is this the first weekend and how many? You're not on a jet somewhere. Oh, my gosh. It sure seems like it. So now i got to catch up on some, some homework and plan some stuff for the Peach Bowl. I gotcha. See you next okay. week. Okay. Thanks, Jill. There she is. The angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie. Fantastic job every week. Kevin Hagan, bring some heat when we come back. Talking Alabama. Good morning. It's still a little heavy coming in from Rutherford County right now as he finished up the paperwork on that earlier crash. 24 westbound at Elmaville Road. There's still a little bit of rubbernecking going on as folks drive by. It's heavy now over here in Hermitage because of that heavy traffic flow. But this time of the morning coming in from Wilson County on 40 going westbound. It's also picked up with more volume up through Brentwood and Franklin on 65 north up through Williamson County. Don't miss it this year. Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. It's worth the drive. Check it out at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. 
You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. The Jim Rome Show. There are still things that are triple U, including people who take pictures and then crop them and use them as their biopics. There's got to be another picture of you. You cannot take a picture with somebody else and then X that person out of the picture, crop them out, and leave yourself in, and then have it all off-centered, or maybe have somebody's claw still on your shoulder, or part of their ear still in the picture. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. He doesn't know everything about college football. Mm, Yeah, he does. It's the Bill King Show. Kevin Hagan joins us each and every Friday. I don't try and trick you. We have to tape it because of his job these days. Tape it on Thursday so it's fresh. Take a listen. Here's the conversation. Including all the national championships, is this Nick Saban's best coaching job? I'm going to make a lot of people mad here and say I'm going to reserve judgment to answer that question until the season's over. But there is mounting evidence, Bill, um, that this might end up being the case, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be a curmudgeon and say can't say because the season's not over yet. But it uh, took a really wonderful turn on Saturday, didn't it, Bill? Several items, yes, and we'll get into that. When Alabama uh, Texas played early, I wouldn't have had either team in the playoffs, and certainly when Alabama went down to Tampa, I wouldn't have had them anywhere near the playoffs. Well, how about when Alabama played Arkansas? <laughs> right. Remember that Hail Mary whatever crap that was that, that Milrow threw? I mean, this has been this has been quite the journey, and it's been a road full of landmines and pits, and it, it is. But yet at the same time, you know, here we are. And 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 I'm not I, I've stayed out of the fray of the picking of the teams, and I refuse to get involved in that. Um, but this is an Alabama segment, and I'm asked to come on your show and have the honor of representing the uh, greatest program in the history of college football, and I will say this definitively the university of alabama offers absolutely no one an apology that they are one of the four teams in the college football playoffs the way i word this is going to sound skeptical i'm not but how did alabama beat georgia 
Well, I, I'm going to go to my favorite side of the ball. There's some guys that I want to uh, I want to give some special uh, uh, recognition to. Alabama's defense, um, you know, they made some adjustments after the first series when Georgia had the ball there uh, and scored. Uh, the, a big adjustment that Alabama made uh, on you know on offense too. When when Georgia Kirby came out with the two spies and. It seemed like when Saban and started running the crossing routes to kind of break that up, it appeared to me that Kirby really didn't have an answer of how to react. That he was pretty sure that that his two spies were going to work on keeping Milrow contained and shutting down our offense. But the secondary from Alabama just keeps getting better, Bill. I mean, Terry on Arnold, Caleb Downs, and Malachi Moore did what they always do. But when Kool-Aid McKinstry went down with, what, like 9.30 to go in the third quarter, and Trey Amos come in and played for 32 snaps, the transfer from Louisiana, Bill, he played phenomenal. But Christian Story, who only played three snaps, and he dropped a potential interception. I've been rough on Christian Story, but he was great in those those three snaps. So, Bill, I just want to give a shout-out to Trey and to Christian for their, their play in that secondary, Bill. Um, this, I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I'm not trying to pour salt in any wound here. Uh, but, you know, the score was 27-24 as the final, Bill. But um, from about the mid-second quarter on, Bill, I never really had any doubt that Alabama was not going to win that game. Caleb Downs was a five-star, so it's not like I'm the first guy to praise him before he got to Alabama or while as a true freshman at Alabama. But you could argue that as a true freshman, he was their best defensive player. Oh, absolutely. And it goes back to what we talked about in the summer where the reason that we knew that Caleb Downs was going to be a significant contributor to this team was not only the God-given ability that he had on the football team, but that he was mature off the field. Uh, He's a very cerebral person. He's constantly in the film room. So he's the total package. It says, well, you know, it says he's a freshman, but he's a very mature, intelligent young man. And it's exciting to think that we get to have him for two more years at the University of Alabama. Kevin Hagan on Fridays joins us. We talk about Alabama and Alabama football and the season they have had. Talk to us about the matchup with Michigan. You know, I'll be real honest, Bill. I haven't. I've, I've killed a couple of trees, but I'm not even. I'm not even looking at Michigan for another week. Um, don't mean to curmudgeon on your question, but I, I refuse to spend three or four weeks uh, looking at a team, and I for dang sure not going to spend four weeks working at Michigan. Um, so when I come back on in two weeks, we'll dive into that. I'm just, Bill. I'll just be real honest with you. I'm just enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying Alabama's 30th SEC championship. I'm enjoying uh, the journey that this team has taken to get here, and I'm just. You know, my 46 years, Bill, I'm just sitting back and just kind of basking in the glory of what this season has been. And um, not to be mean or anything, but I'll get to Michigan in a couple of weeks, Bill. I was looking about an hour ago, and this is taped on Thursday for everybody. And I was waiting to see what Jordan Seaton did. And I was thinking Alabama, Tennessee, Ohio State, Oregon. He selected Colorado. Well, I'll say this, okay, um, and I have this from a, a fairly decent source. 
Uh, and it's true. Alabama's had success recently in IMG with Lyman. Evan Neal and J.C. Latham and Tyler Booker. Um, but I'm not so sure that this is necessarily when we get to signing day, Bill. Uh, I'm not so sure that this is the uh, this is the girl. Colorado is the doorbell that he rings, and Colorado's the girl that he pins a corsage on on National Signing Day, if you know what I mean. I'm not sure this is over. True, an announcement isn't binding by any stretch, and we've seen players change their mind historically over the years, and we've got a little over a month to get to signing day. And also, Kevin, we do know that nobody's going to stop recruiting him. No, and I, and I want to point this out. And I know I've had a lot of people contact me about Neil, you know, where's, you know the, the defensive tackle out of uh, Texas A&M. Where gonna, I'll say this. Okay, let me say this. Okay, Nick Saban's made this very, very clear that Alabama is willing to pay market value for players through NIL, and it's not, we know, we just blatantly openly talk about this now, right? Okay. Um, but Alabama's made it very clear we are not going to overplay. So any player you're looking at, whether it's a high school player where we're getting signed or somebody in the portal that Alabama's looking at, you need to remember he's dead serious when he says, we're not going to go crazy on any one individual. We're going to stick to market value because that's how you really quickly disrupt your locker room in NIL. And Alabama can afford to be that way because they've got a reputation and a brand that says that's not the real money. Sunday's the real money and we'll get you there better than anybody else. Absolutely. You know, it's like, you know, again, not pouring salt in the wound. If the rumors are true that the Georgia quarterback thinks he needs $4 million to be the quarterback in Georgia next year. Well, you know, I don't know about you, Bill, but I would expect if I paid a quarterback $4 million, he could throw at least one touchdown pass in an SEC championship game. I know, and I know we got a heck of a secondary, uh, but, you know, I mean, it, it's getting to the point of ridiculousness, and some of these some of these players are going to price themselves out of the market. Um, they're valuing themselves just a little bit higher than other people are. Kevin Egan with us each and every Friday. Recruiting or transfer portal items, Kevin? I don't know what you've got, if much, but what can you lend? Well, you know, we, we talked about Seton there. Um, the number one area that Alabama is going to be looking at uh, in the portal is definitely in the secondary. Uh, Alabama is definitely going to go get an experienced cornerback, uh, possibly an experienced safety if Malachi Moore decides to hop in the portal. I look for Alabama to look at a, a defensive end in the portal. Uh, I look for Alabama to possibly look at an experienced edge rusher. They've got talented young guys, but they may decide to go and go. I definitely will be very disappointed if Alabama doesn't bring in an experienced center because I don't expect Seth McLaughlin to return to Alabama, and that's not a knock on him. I'm a big fan of the young man. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, I look for Alabama to add Keywan Lacey, the running back out of Lancaster, Texas, to this class. But I also think Alabama will also look to add a running back via the portal because they potentially could lose Jason McClellan and Roy Dale Williams. The, the big question position, Bill, okay, and this is where I've heard rumors of some maybe shocks 
of potential transfers from Alabama. But I will say this, winning heals a lot of wounds, okay? And when you're positioned to win a potential national championship, a lot of hurt feelings suddenly get a lot better. But the wide receiver room is a place to watch. Um, Jermaine Burton, Corey Brooks could be leaving. There are some young wide receivers. That's a very deep and talented room that I know haven't been happy with their playing time or whatever. So that is a position, Bill, where we could see a lot of movement and potentially Alabama making several moves in the portal is that wide receiver position. And potentially, if Alabama were to lose, say, Ty Simpson and Eli Holstein, we know that uh, Tyler Buckner is going to join the national champion Notre Dame lacrosse team. They won the title this year, of course, beating Duke 13-9. to I was going to watch that game, but I decided to rearrange my coat closet that day. Um, and let's be honest, uh, we've all learned that Tyler Buckner's college football, you know, he was a top lacrosse recruit coming out of high school in San Diego. But I think we can all agree, Bill, that Tyler Buckner's college football career should have been on Xbox exclusively. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama didn't dip into the portal. And I'll make this very clear, to get a experienced quarterback who knows he's coming in as an insurance policy to be like the third or fourth string guy and run the scout team. I'm not saying he might have come in for competition at the top, but I could see the potential for quarterback depth. Kevin, appreciate the update. Hey, everybody, Friday night, watch some football. Turn on ESPN2, 8 o'clock Central. My Grizz, number two national seed, hosting seven seed Furman. You'll thank me later. FCS football is the best. Go Grizz, beat Furman. And as always, 30th time SEC champs, roll time. There he is. Kevin Hagan joins us on Friday. Just lamenting a few minutes ago. I did not ask Coach Pete, first hour, about Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz has been hired by Duke. Did you see that? Manny actually, now he's from Miami. His dad was once the mayor in Miami. But he was here at MTSU, the borough where he was the defensive coordinator. And he's been at various stops, as we know. He was at Texas. He was recently at Penn State. He was the head coach at Miami. Various stops along the way. Various stops. And not that Duke is a big topic on the show. It's not. It's a minuscule topic on the show. When they're good, for example, when Coach Oko was there doing well. We talked about it a little bit. When Cut was doing well before it fell off towards the end, we mentioned it a little bit, but not much. The Manny Diaz hire has about a 15% chance of working out. I'm talking about by Duke standards. Duke standards would be put us in contention for a bowl game. From time to time. Doesn't have to be every year. Because you cannot maintain a roster there. But that hire has about a 15% chance of turning out positive. It's a tough gig no matter what. Let's acknowledge that up front. And I 
see the Duke site, welcome Coach Diaz and all that. And I'm not anti-Manny Diaz necessarily at all. I just give this very little, if any, chance of ultimately being some sort of success story. It just won't be. Yeah, it just it just will not be a positive outcome. Josh up in Picktown, Ohio. Now let me make sure I'm looking at this. A report. Harrison Jr. Henderson offered NIL deals rivaling first round draft money. That's what it says. And and this has been floating out there a little bit. I'm not sure how much of this I believe. So I want to make sure that I'm not necessarily issuing this particular story as 100% concrete fact. I'm just going to read you parts of the story. Christian Williams of Football Guys reported Ohio State stars Marvin Harrison Jr. and Travion Henderson were offered NIL deals on par with what a first-round pick could earn in the NFL. Sports Illustrated's Andrew Brandt provided some context for what kind of money we're talking about. He says for Harrison, that's roughly $25 million next year, plus any endorsements, pro NIL income. Now, that's not him saying we know he's getting that or being offered that. That is not what he's saying. He's saying that's what that would equal if indeed that's true. Under the terms of the NFL's rookie wage scale, here are the signing bonuses for each of the first five picks in the 24 draft. The number one pick gets about $25 million. That's the bonus. Number two pick, 236 Three pick, 22.8. 21.9 for the four pick, and about 20 million for the five pick. Now, apparently, that's just money. I don't even know if that includes endorsements, according to this story. Let me reiterate I'm not presenting this as absolute fact, I'm just reading you the story. I would probably stand along the lines of skepticism when reading this. We'll talk about it when we come back. I'd be skeptical. Good morning. Still some heavy traffic flow coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 Westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area towards Nashville. It's a little bit busy over here by the airport. That's no surprise really for a Friday morning, but it is moving on 40 Westbound there at Donaldson Pike as that traffic continues to pick up on I-40 through Kingston Springs in from Dixon County. This morning has been in pretty decent shape. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check them out online. That menu is awesome. Prince's Hot I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byard gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. He knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King. The more I think about that, the more skeptical I am. That kind of money is absolutely not worth it. Even for a player, Marvin Harrison, that anybody on the planet would love to have. But that's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. That's bananas. Number one, who has a budget that's $20 million right now? I'm not saying that there's there aren't sugar daddies that could shell out that kind of money. There are. But but who's got that kind of budget or willing to shell out that kind of money? Once you start down that path, 
You're stuck forever, and it's only going to go up. You're going to bring in a wide receiver, albeit a absolute dude, for $20 bucks or whatever the number is, to a college. What's the rest of the locker room going to do? Now, he is an absolute superstar. Don't get me wrong, but everybody's going to want something, and it's going to be more costly. That's not your only bill you're going to owe. That makes no sense. And, look, I like Travion Henderson, but he's not as good at his job as Marvin Harrison is. He's good. He was the top-ranked running back in America his senior year. But he is not Marvin Harrison Jr., nor is his job on the next level as important as Marvin Harrison Jr.'s. Where would you rank Travion Henderson all time at Ohio State? I mean, I I don't know how many running backs I'd have to go through before I got to him. You want to start with Eddie George? And I'm not necessarily saying in this order, Archie, Archie Griffin, Keith Byers, Maurice Claret, I'm just trying to think. Beanie, would you would you take him over Beanie? I still hear Seabus Steve screaming that Beanie looked like a weenie in one of those games. Remember we used to run that promo? Man, I'm leaving out a lot of names, right? I, I'm leaving out. Of, who am I leaving out there? I wouldn't have him in the in that group. Would you take him over Carlos Hyde? Would you take him over Robert Smith? Hell no. I forgot about Robert Smith there for a second. No way. Would you take him over Tim Spencer? Uh, I don't think so. Would you take him over Vaughn Broadnax's dude, Keith Byers? No. Would you take him over Eddie George? No. Would you? Oh, I, I left out Zeke. I've gone this long. Would you take him over Zeke? Hell no. Hell no. No, 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 y'all. I just let, yeah, I went that far and left out Zeke, of all people, on that list. Yeah, I would, I find that highly skeptical. Vaughn Broadnax, Bill, skepticism is good. That type of money is not happening for anybody anywhere. However, they got your click. Well, no, they got Josh's click. Well, yeah. No, I, I clicked it after Josh linked it, yes. They did get my click. Oh, I think it was worthy. I think it was good we brought that up to publicly take the stance that that's, that's a little heavy. Right? I mean... <laughs> Vaughn, Vaughn, if you're still listening, he, he tweeted this about five minutes ago. Where would you have Travion Henderson all the time? Would you have him in the top 20? Again, I like Travion Henderson. If you said, Bill, you get to coach a team, he's your running back, I'd be elated. But that guy's not worth anywhere near that kind of money. Josh says, Bill Zeke or Eddie, pick one. Well, I've got, look, I'm, I'm heavily biased. Eddie George, I know. Eddie George lives here. Eddie George used to come by the studio and do uh, an hour with me. From Not a lot, but but he would come by and we'd, we'd talk college football on the serious show. 
So that that's that's an easy one for me. My bias is Eddie George. I think Zeke's an absolute beast too, but but I hard for me to get by Eddie George. But I do want to make sure everybody knows I have a heavy bias there. Heavy, heavy. Heavy, heavy. Topwater assassin, Bill. Kevin pulls for Bama and the Grizz. Let me guess he pulls for the Yankees. He is a huge Yankee fan. Lakers, Duke basketball, Manchester. No, he's an Alabama basketball fan. I don't know if he has another basketball team. And I don't know. He says Manchester United. I don't think he has a soccer team. I don't think he's a soccer dude. I'm not a soccer dude. And NBA team. I'm trying to think. Does he have an NBA? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't he like. Now, he does have a hockey team, and I'm going to get this wrong. Does he like the Islanders? It's, I think so. You can correct me on that. Yeah, just just correct me on that if I've got that wrong. Hoptown boy is going to come by. Said he has some Weller. Yeah, Weller he's going to uh, bring. Hoptown boy, Bill, after touring Ole Miss with my daughter last week, and I know one reason baby Kiff stays at Hotty Toddy. There's only one school, maybe one behind it. Where they do indeed redshirt Miss America's. That's Ole Miss. Arizona State would be number two. Yeah, they'd be number two. Top of the hour, Brad will be with us. All the gambling. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still some volume coming in right now from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro on 24 Westbound. As we look at it live here up through Smyrna and Laverne, continuing towards Nashville. It's crowded over here by the airport. Just that normal buildup, though, on 40 Westbound at Donaldson Pike. I still see some traffic on Vietnam Vets getting on that ramp to 65 going southbound. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check them out online for more information at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Not that there's a big duke football market out there, but Manny Diaz named as the coach does not make the needle move at all. It doesn't. It might make the needle go to the red area. It might be pinging on the wrong side if you're going to go with the metaphorical. Does it make the needle move? No. It makes the needle stay stationary. Is what that does. I said earlier about a 15% chance of that working out. Let me adjust that. Less than a 1% chance of that working out. Working out, again, the definition would be get us to a bowl game here and there. Yeah, get a, get us to a bowl game here or there. John out in Los Angeles. John's going to be in Cabo. All of you who have met John before, he will not be able to come this year to commitments he's going to Cabo I don't blame that choice you said Bill head on to Cabo let let every let the let the fans host the show I'm a, I may take the Cabo trip 
says, Bill, I believe Kevin likes the L.A. Kings in hockey. I wore an L.A. Kings shirt last year at Commitments, and Kevin got all excited, and we talked a lot of L.A. Kings hockey. Okay. I didn't know if it – I knew it was either one of the big, big cities, New York or Los Angeles, but wasn't sure which one. Tom in Myrtle Beach said, regarding Henderson and MHJ, Marvin Harrison Jr., the rumor mill spins – like the days of our lives. Soap opera. Now they are saying Day is getting Henderson and MHJ to return for big money and working a deal also for Cam Ward. I doubt any of this is true, Bill, but it would take some heat off Day for now. Well, I would say they're absolutely in some sort of lines of communication with Cam Ward because they've got to go get a quarterback. There's there's no choice right now. You can't say we got a kid down in Georgia, Aaron Nolan, and he's a true freshman. We're just going to hand it to him and let it, let it rip. Now, he may be an outstanding player. He's rated as a very good player. But you cannot – if, if they got Justin Fields out of high school instead of Georgia, you couldn't say, well, we're just going to give it to him immediately. Might have worked out eventually his freshman year that way. They've got to go get a dude, an absolute proven dude in the portal at quarterback. That's the whole point here. We were talking to Coach Pete about it. I am sure that Ryan Day and Kyle McCord had a very frank, honest, this may hurt some feelings, conversation, come to Jesus moment there, and it was something along the lines of, we're going to go get a quarterback. And we're going to get a guy that's out there proven and established. If you want to stay here and beat him out, so be it. Which means if you're Kyle McCord, it's probably best you move on. You have to have those conversations, man. I'm sure they are. They're tough. Sammy down in Hatton, Alabama. Bill, I don't know how many Diaz keeps getting these jobs. Good defensive coordinator, but very lacking as a head coach. He lived in the borough, guys. He was up here at MTSU. Jeff, too, said, Bill, I'm confident Kevin is a longtime Rangers fan. Yeah, I knew it. I think one time I brought up the Islanders, and he said, no, 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 no. Wrong team up here. New York Rangers. But as John mentioned, he says, Kevin is also a big fan of the NHL. Allen in Tampa. Bill, Jordan Travis should win the Heisman. He's a one-man team. Just ask the BS committee. <laughs> That's good. I've seen that theory out there. If if you can't have them in the top four because he's not there, then he's got to be the most valuable player in America. Would you dock everybody? Everybody get docked like that? If, if Alabama had... Florida State's same resume, but they were down some quarterbacks. Would they dock Alabama? I'm probably going to say no. (laughs) 
I, and folks, you got to understand, I don't really care about the outcome here. I don't have any emotions in it. I, I Regardless of who got left out, Alabama needed to be in. I do feel that way. And I also will tell you, when we go to 12 and Georgia, let's say random year doesn't win the SEC, good luck running into them somewhere along the way during the playoff. Texas is coming, and I'm going to do Catch's show today on YouTube. It's a 2.30 deal. And uh, Texas is coming into the SEC, I mean, ripping and roaring. Absolutely. Remember leading up, having Catch on, and there was a lot of concern about them limping around, and boy, what if they come into the league at 7-5, and five, all kinds of roster problems, players not getting developed, etc. Uh... But right now, that ain't happening. They're coming into the SEC Conference Conference absolutely ripping. Yeah, welcome to the SEC. We'll get the break here. If you have any questions for Brad, any gambling stuff, it's next. <laughs> 